Previously on the podcast. This is previously on the podcast. This is the hungriest you ever find me on a Sunday. Please do not make this a useless podcast because you're hungry. I'm not going to make it a useless podcast do you want because candy? I'm hungry. Do you want I'm just hungry. Do you, you want Tom Tom from my drawer without my permission? How, How do you know it's me? from your drawer? Where did you get it from? I will open and I will. <laughs> I'm I cannot so confirm. It's a Tom Tom thief. I, saw, I cannot I confirm I where I got it. <laughs> I'll try to make, you know, those statements that lawyers make. It didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to previously on the podcast. I am the Fei Fei. Um, remember that we are on social media at PrivOnPod for Twitter. We don't have an Instagram yet, but if you want to send us an email, you can always send it to previouslyonpod at gmail.com. Also, you can find this podcast on all your podcast listening apps. Just search previously on the podcast and you will find it. Um, last week, what did we talk about? Handmaid's Tale? Last year, season three, the final season. Oh, I Handmaid's mean, the final Tale. finale and all of that. Yeah. yeah, and it was quite interesting. Um, this week, I got a few things to mention. The first thing being that um, Chimamanda's Americana is going to have a 10-part or 10-episode limited series on HBO. And um, the lead character of that is going to be played by Lupita Nyong'o. And um, also... Danai Gurira is also going to be on the show and Nigerians are complaining that no Nigerian actress was chosen. I mean, I mean, we don't, we don't know the full cast just yet, but Nigerians are like, really? Oh, so you're going to make a book out of a Nigerian? Are they surprised? Are they honestly surprised? I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't, I also don't know like what the big deal is. It's not a Nigerian company that is, um, doing it like the Nigerian company is producing the show so um, I think it's a bit of a stretch to demand that they start some I mean, it's not a bit of a stretch but it's a bit of a stretch to complain that they're not hiring Nigerians maybe eventually they will when they see the outburst also rumor has it that uh, 50 Cent has now changed the intro of Power to the old one really? I don't watch Power but I do plan on catching up I haven't watched this season and it's quite um, shocking to me because I felt like at some point I was really for, oh, I can't wait for Power Season 6, the, the finale to be back. And all of a sudden, maybe it's life, Sha, but all of a sudden I've just not even lost interest. the moment. Yeah, you were so excited about it before it came out. Yeah, so it's just, I've not found it, the time to um, watch it yet. Uh, any other thing I'd like to mention? No, I think for now I'm done. Uh yeah. So what did you get up to this week? I have been on leave, of course. So I've just been enjoying this thing called sleep. <laughs> we had to get reacquainted. It's been very enjoyable. We tweeted, uh, and the funny thing is, after um, or during the episode, we tweeted if our listeners were June, what would they do? What would they do? Mm-hmm. Ayo more responded, but he didn't answer the question. Who's that? <laughs> Ayo more. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He says, Law, my colleague is literally just watching this episode right now. I finished it about two weeks ago. But what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> what I would know, you I do? That guy at more on, on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. He's also on my Instagram as well. I think I, I know him. Like, I know him personally. Okay, cool. Uh, well... I don't, I don't think anybody else said something no, about... No, so I'm just like, wow. Ish. 
It's, it's painful. <laughs> no, it's fine. You guys, please, anytime we tweet, help us now. Help our lives. Help our ministry. Just, just respond. Like when we say, for example, as I'm saying now, um, let us know what you're watching and why we should watch it. We really need for you to let us know um, stuff like that because we're very grateful for the listens that we see on our SoundCloud and, you know, the comments sometimes. It's very... Um, it's very what's the word now overwhelming you know to see that you guys even bother to listen to the podcast up to that point Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so um this week i watched jane the virgin i'm on episode 17 now yeah 19 is the final episode final one and it's final for the season and here's what i'm going to say right i feel like i don't know maybe it was the contract that they have with the network that they're on but I just feel like they're kind of wrapping it up too quickly. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yes. And another um, point to support my claim, my allegation, my... Accuser! Yeah, (laughs) accusation is the way Raphael just suddenly realized that, oh, now he loves Jane. Like, I mean, it's not like he stopped loving her. He tried to respond, I guess, but... It but was he felt like he couldn't sudden. trust her anymore. He yes. was upset, you know? It was just know? too sudden. Like, they didn't even give us any hint before. Like That it, was, it would switch. Yes, because he had always been, oh, he's, he's, he's interested in other people, this and that, da 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 He doesn't want anything to do with Jane anymore. I get it. Sometimes you can be in denial. But they never showed him in an ounce of doubt. Not in an ounce of doubt, but they did show moments where it seemed like they were reconnecting. It's because we are we can only we only know what Jane is thinking, so we could see her heart glow and stuff like that when they were having those moments before she found out he had a girlfriend. Even mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. she found out mm-hmm. he had a girlfriend, they still had moments. Mm, but moments, the moments didn't really count for him. Like, like they, we don't know that. No, like the movie didn't show. Like, I feel like it, it wasn't a a very strong element of surprise to me. It was more of a reason to end the show. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, okay, mm. so now Jane and Raphael are back together. So oh, Michael is happy exactly. now. He's found a woman. And he's having a baby. never just showed Michael again. At least to where I'm at now, which is episode 16. But I really liked... Um, oh, shit. Yeah, you're at 16. Let me be quiet. I'll slap you. I'll just slap you now. Anyways, um, also... <laughs> there's something else I'd like to point out. The fact that... I hope that... A lot of you can see that not everybody has it all figured out. So Yomara is Jane's mom. Jane is just Jane, Jane just turned thirty in the series, and Yomara, who is Jane's mom, didn't have her life all figured out. She's just going to nursing school at what forty something, and she had been trying to be a singer and a dancer, dancer and like life so is many not yeah all figured out. Dance teacher and yeah. then and dance if, wasn't her passion anymore. You get that, that was the most shocking for and me. And if she's Nigerian, they will say that she has no future ambition. Like Nigerian, um, maybe parents or family members will come for her and say she wasted her life. Mm-hmm. But people struggle with finding their true purpose in life. It and happens. now she has finally decided to go to medical school. 
at almost 50, because I mean, they they um, aren't saying anything about uh, her actual age, but I believe she's she like be, late 40s. Yeah, because I mean, that's almost 50. But she had Jane when she was what, 16? Exactly. So Jane is ter- uh-huh, so like 46. Yeah, exactly. late 40s. Yeah. Yes, that's almost 50. That is almost 50. <laughs> right. Damn. And she's just going to nursing school. So you out there that is thinking, oh, I don't have my life figured out, this and that. Look, all you have to do is keep trying. She kept trying. She loved to dance. She loved to sing. But those things didn't work out. It doesn't work out for everybody, but it's just you have to keep trying. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is you're doing right now, just keep trying. At some point, you realize that, okay, this isn't working. And then you have to look for something else. When you find out something else, just keep trying. Something will click eventually. It doesn't matter how late in life or when. Don't use other people's, um, what you might call it, um, other people's timelines to define what happens in your own life. And th- there's something... Oh, shit, motivational speaker. But something... no, that was... Yeah, 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 for real, for real. I agree there's something with you. else that happened this week that I feel like if I talk about it, people might think that I'm being judgmental, but I'm just going to say it briefly, right? So there's this girl on Instagram. I, I remember a couple of years ago when I first stumbled on her Instagram page and I loved how she colored her hair. Like, it was just amazing. Like, I'd never seen anybody color their hair, like any Nigerian color their hair that way. Like, this week she has this color, next week she has... And it was just really lovely colors, right? So I started following her because of that. And, you know, um, I think we even... Maybe (coughs) when I commented on her picture one time, we had like a back and forth, but I mean, that was it. Um, and then I respected her so much in terms of she grew her brand, her social media numbers skyrocketed from, you know, her being consistent on posting makeup videos and everything and working so hard and, and also, um, showing a religious side of her as well as the very human sides of her. And I felt a bit disappointed when I found out that she ended up being a baby mama. A what? A A baby baby mama? mama? Yeah, like, like, not even, like, from stories that I've heard, not even baby mama to some single guy that she's dating. It's like baby mama to some older married guy. So, and that has happened more frequently in the last couple of months where I just see maybe someone that I respect and all of a sudden their baby mama for someone who is married. Now, I'm not judging anybody's choices, but it, it made me think about some things, right? First of all, I don't think that these girls are too old to be desperate. Um, secondly, it, it just made me think of the fact that is that all there is to it? The fact that you're getting older and you don't have a kid and then you just get pressured into finally just having a kid with anybody who is right next to you, right? Because I know these things are mistakes, right? I, I, or maybe not, I don't well, know. Well, a child is never a mistake, truth be told. I'm not talking about the child now. I'm talking about who they eventually ended up having the child with. Okay. Do you get? So it, it, it makes me feel, it makes me think of certain things because I'm currently like, I'm, I'm 28 right now. Um, I'm all for finding a partner and settling down. But I don't, I don't think that or I'm conditioning my mind to be okay with being single if at 35 I haven't found 
the person who, you know, is deserving of me. Not because my standards are too high, but just because I want, as much as, you know, people have issues in relationships and whatnot, I would really like to be happy with whoever I'm with. I want happiness in my relationship. So I I tend to um, leave relationships or end relationships if, if I'm not happy and my partner is not willing to work on our happiness as a couple, right? So there's another thing if you're with someone and the person is willing to work on, you know, you guys like, okay, I'm happy. My partner is not happy. What can I do? How can we fix it? Um, Is it just a me thing or just a her thing? Does she need to get help? You know, stuff like that. So basically what I'm trying to say is I'm I'm not, I I can't see the future, right? But if I get to like 34, 35 and I don't have a partner yet, am I going to get that desperate to just randomly sleep with anybody to get a child? You don't know. I know I don't know, but then because of how much it has happened recently, it's, it's started to make me feel like, is that the only option? I don't feel it's really desperation. Mm-hmm. And Do you think it's loneliness? I don't think it's loneliness as well. There's just certain people... As a person, you know what you want in life. Mm-hmm. As a person, you know, okay, a lot of people say I want to get married and then I want to have a child. But we know life doesn't always work that way. So yeah. a lot of people, when they get to a certain age and they know that their window is closing. I wouldn't say it's desperation, but it's planned thinking. That your window is closing. Window and for what? For having children. Hmm. You know, when you get to a certain age, your eggs are not what they used to be. You know, they're not spring chickens anymore. So some women do feel like my window is closing to have children or even have children safely because you might get pregnant after your late 30s. But is it going to be a safe pregnancy? There's higher risk for that one. So they might feel like, you know what? I am happy right now having a child, Hmm. even if I don't have a man or a husband. Hmm. And they might... Look for a candidate. I don't know how the sperm bank thing works in Nigeria. I know in other places, they usually find a donor. Other people get a trusted friend to impregnate them. I mean, I can understand why somebody would want to have a child because they feel like their window is closing. But then with the married man, (laughs) but that's why it gets dodgy. Yeah. You know, so because I feel like I would not have, I wouldn't say an issue or, or I would not be thinking somewhere about it if... For example, these people are having kids with people they're dating, single men that they're dating, right? It will now come to be if the guy is interested in being in the child's life or not. That will be the question we'll be having. But, you know, having a situation where it just seems like the only option is a married man or at least somebody... I don't even know why a married man would be an option. Like That's, the, that's why I said... Unless he's a donor in a sperm bank, not sleeping with a married man with the purpose of getting pregnant by a married man. Good. So what do you think is 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 that point when somebody's window is closing? What do you mean? Like what at what you, age? Yes. It's different for everybody, but they do say that once you reach once you're in your thirties, it gets harder to get pregnant. Once you're in your like late 30s, it gets harder. And even if you are pregnant, it's riskier. Once in your 40s, way riskier. 50s, way, way, way riskier because your I body guess. is not what it used to be. Yes. Absolutely. Most people start to scramble when they're 30 hmm. for, for like trying to have kids. Okay. I, I guess, to be honest, I'm not trying to be judgmental. It's just that, it's just that I, felt, I felt a bit disappointed because it's like, 
in a way, I don't know in what way exactly. I I was looking up to that chick that I follow in a mm. way, right? Mm. It's not like she's my mentor or anything, but because of her positive vibes and everything that she, you know, stands for on Instagram, she gave me some kind of hope. Like she's not, I think I'm a year older than she is or wow. she's a year older than I am. And I just used to feel like if she can, then I can too. Like if she can do this or if she can achieve this. Like she, she used to even put up like books she reads and stuff like that. And I'm like, if she can do this and that, I just believe that I can do it too. Yeah. But now I just feel a bit disappointed. <laughs> did, you, did, did, what, what makes you think that it was a plan for her to have a child that's with a married I'm saying. man? It's not. It's not, I'm not saying it was a plan for her to do that, but because she is not the first person who I have seen do this in like the last six, seven months and the the position in which the people that they decided to have children with or mistakenly decided to have children with are in, it just seems weird. Like it's it seems always convenient. Yes. They choose people convenient. who are financially able yes, thank to you support. Yes, thank you Think like that's you just said it all, but like, you know what? You know how society is like. You know how it is. All these rich married men—they're the ones sleeping with the young, fine the women. Is, I'm very sure. Eh? Let me not say very sure. I'm seventy percent sure that there was one single guy somewhere killing himself to be with this chick. Was he as rich as this guy? No. Was he as rich as this nigga? That's what I'm telling you. That is now beginning to look like a thing of convenience. Anyways, I have derailed so much. On like, this I'm so sorry, but I just it was obviously to, touching you. Yeah, like it made me. It just made me think. Like I checked the stats. Like, okay, this girl did it. That girl did it. That girl did it. And then and, you and probably started thinking type of way. So it's like some of them have married people that you can obviously tell that this wasn't love. Mm-hmm. This the other pair of them have had children with people that you know that is because of financial reasons. This wasn't love either. I think I know why it's hurting you like this. Why? Because she inspired you because she was doing all these things and now you're probably feeling like she was able to do these things because one married rich man was One's financing back, her. Exactly. So Just now you're feeling like, like, can you really do these things unless you get a rich man to finance your hustle? So it's crazy. Like, like, as I said, it's not because I'm trying to be judgmental. It just, it, it shook me. I can totally understand. And I can then, totally understand. As I said, when I checked the stats, it's just like, okay, so this person did this and this person did this and now she's done this. So that means that this is the trend. Because you look around at all these successful women and there's a rich married man behind them. It's crazy. You know, I mean, what happened to behind every powerful man? There's a, there's a what's there's the a word? A, a powerful woman or something like that. Thing. But I mean, come on, Fefe. I am... Itching to, talk, to about, talk about Snowball. Let's do it. I am itching. Okay, so there's this podcast. It's called um, Unravel. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who basically investigates. It's like, you know, these crime investigation channels. Yes. But he does it on a podcast level. Mm. So Snowball is a season slash a series mm. about a woman, an American woman who scammed his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Left the brother broken, homeless. Left yeah. his parents broken, homeless. Broke and homeless. Yes, it's like how? And and I, I feel like so. Rachel um shared this podcast with me. It's it's shout it's out to Sianda by the way. She's the one who recommended to me. Okay. Yes. Um, Gotta give props. <laughs> so um, 
she um she shared the link with me and then I I I checked out the podcast. So this particular one we're talking about is season four of the podcast and it has seven episodes. And you know, I just started playing it and I just realized that I listened to it the whole nine Like years. all through. All through. And and what a couple of things struck me about the story. It's how people succumb to their feelings so much so that they're ignorant of all the signs. When they say love is blind, it yes. really is yes. blind. In this situation, it's more of love is blind and stupid. It is. So, because, first of all, this this girl came into this guy's life one way or another and started chatting on about some trust fund somewhere that she has, her rich parents, this and that. And when he followed her to where she claimed to live, it wasn't anything that looked like anyone that has the amount of money she said she had exactly. in a trust fund. And the right? kind of lifestyle she was living in in the kind of lifestyle she was living in the in London, everywhere. The way, yeah, she, was the way living. she was living, even in New Zealand, like some some people said that she's the kind of person that would just buy you a bottle of wine. Case or buy you a case, case, right? Like they were saying that if they went to her house, she seemed to have a lot of get togethers. Yes. Because she used it as a way to gain people's trust. She was charming, really yes. friendly. She was a, a if you say, Oh, listener. what a nice bottle of wine, she would come to your house with a case of that wine. Yeah. Now d- don't tell me that you wouldn't be a sucker after that. Exactly. And and it's funny that nobody raised. I don't know. I I don't remember anybody raising. Only one person spoke of raising proper suspicion with the George guy. Do you get that? That what the story that was um, around the George guy, Greg. Greg was it Greg? His name is Greg. Greg. Yeah. Okay. Um. Nobody raised any suspicion. Everybody was just so accepting of her to the extent that his parents signed as guarantors for a oh loan for a restaurant that, and the funny thing is when she keeps rest, uh, m- mentioning I was uh, I managed this restaurant I managed that restaurant nobody did proper check as to what the state of those restaurants were think about the fact that this was in the early 2000s so maybe they were not using the internet like that <laughs> no it's, it's, it's fine but I feel like um, there was a way to fact check things then even do you understand like for her to fake a bank document and even bank for, didn't catch on. See, that's on what it. upset me. The bank fell for it. And while the brother is investigating this, how can we forget his name? What's his name? Is it Nick? He, oh, the crap. brother. The brother who's investigating. Yeah, oh my gosh, you are such terrible people. No, we always forget names. We always forget <laughs> names, right? But either way, so this guy who's investigating this, as he's going around, people are start saying that she used flirtation as a distraction yeah and when he talked to one of the bankers they were saying that she gave him a kiss or no the dad said when they went to the bank she had kissed the guy like yeah. giving him a sloppy kiss on the mouth I'm just like wait are you not supposed to be married to this man's son yeah she flirts with people charms them strokes their egos yeah I mean those are the correct characteristics of a con artist it's crazy and and how do you marry someone without proper checking them? Like, especially when you're marrying someone from another another country. country. It doesn't make sense. So you come to New Zealand and you're hooked onto this guy and you guys are about to get married. He goes to your hometown and, you know, all your stories do not add up and he's still keen on marrying you like that without still properly investigating you. Allowed your it's allowed his parents allowed his parents to sign off their their life savings and everything as guarantors to this chick um, didn't do anything when he started finding out that the restaurant that she was in charge she was in charge of um, some of the bills were not 
adding up um so many things to be honest like when the parents came for the wedding nobody had like proper conversations with them because they seemed withdrawn or detached that i mean you would have been suspicious but the thing is there were other early signs mm mm-hmm. <laughs> when the brother's interviewing him mm-hmm. talking about her birthday and he says he doesn't really know when her birthday is he doesn't even know how because old she, she is. had different passports, passports with a different birth date like, you, how do you see that and you do not become suspicious of the person you are dating it's ridiculous it doesn't it's crazy. make any fucking sense it makes zero sense you, like how do you date and marry someone who has two different passports Whose birthday you don't know? Whose birthday you don't because know? Because it's different. Age you don't even know. When Whose age you don't know? Then, she's around like 40 maybe. Like what do you mean? She's around like, how old is your wife? How, like how do you not know? <laughs> and the thing is, the reason why I even started listening to the podcast, like I said, my friend suggested to me. I was talking to Gatlo and she was saying, I'm sorry, but these white people are stupid. <laughs> it's crazy. Like how? And she was like, these people are so stupid. If this happened in Africa, it would have been a completely different situation. Situation. Mm. Somebody would have caught on mm. a lot quicker. That's what she was saying. And that's what I feel as well. Different passports. Come on. And hey, after finding out that she's not paying yeah. people for at the restaurant, that money is being sent to her, but she's not paying the vendors. Yes. yes. His first move is to send her back to America. Really? Like, <clears throat> really? I- why? No so idea. that the law cannot reach her anymore. You're investigating where she could have committed a crime and you tell her to go to America. <laughs> Just imagine. It doesn't make any sense. And so I think stupid. that because largely the guy was saying that they didn't know the, the, the role the parents had to play in it. I think her parents knew exactly who she was. They did. And they were just embarrassed by it. That's why they didn't really want to have like a connection. But the girl, yeah. she's, she's a fucking psychopath because what she did was create a an imaginary world in her head yep. and then use it to apply her fraud everywhere she goes. She had like imaginary lawyers, imaginary agents. She'd be mailing them by herself. She They'd be mailing the, her? Exactly. She'd be mailing her, like, she'd be mailing Let's herself. Let's call it alter ego. Yes, she had like many alter egos. And even those lawyers too that are all made up in her head We'll be mailing her parents as well. Like, it was also. It seemed like she was also scamming scam. her parents. She was scamming her parents. She was scamming herself. She was lost in the entire thing. And I don't know. It, it, it would be better if if the guy was just like, look, I realized she had like a mental problem. So I tried to help or something. Now, for you to just blindly. Look, the truth is, I feel like everybody needs love. And he had like, he had like, and like an idea of who he of, wanted, yes, he yeah, was an American girl that mm, was this American and that, accent, and dark hair, Kardashian kind of look. Sold him the American dream. She did, and he just said he's going to die on top of Mata. Have you seen pictures of her? No, I, I, I went on to search to see pictures Let of me her. See. Let me just, you know how when they describe her, they say nails, big hair, big, you know, dark hair, like Kim Kardashian thingy. Uh-huh. To be honest, that's not what I was seeing. I mean, I could see why they would describe her as a Kim Kardashian type because the, the Kardashians now look different from the Kardashians back then. Let me see. Which was like, this was when, two, 10 years ago? This is the 12 girl. years ago. That's the girl. Wow. I mean, the Kardashians back then, before all the surgery, looked kind of like that. But the funny thing is, 
the truth is, I think the biggest scam she played, according to the guy, was on herself because all these hotels and all these diners that she managed from country to country, from state to state. She could have been successful. She could have been, but she was never successful in any one of them. She <laughs> ran every business to the ground. She ran it to the, the ground. The most heartbreaking story was the one of the guy who eventually died. Oh. He did not recover from the scam. So I mean, we don't so know that. why he died. They didn't say why exactly he died. I think it was depression. Because he left he left um, the city that she met him in because she had run his reputation to the ground. He was known as the honest guy, but she made it look like he was the most dishonest person you'd ever find. It was so bad that he couldn't live in that city anymore. He had to move and go stay with his mom. Because he couldn't face it. He couldn't face it. So that's what I'm saying. It's most likely depression. Okay, the name of the guy, the investigator, and the journalist mm. is Ollie Wards. Okay, okay. It's very true. And <clears throat> when they confront her, she's... <laughs> con artist comes out. Mm -hmm. She, like, everything well, she's saying is contradictory. Yeah. She's lying, mm -hmm. saying that, you know, Greg never messaged her. He never tried to contact her, that he served her divorce papers, but it was the other, other way, way around. around. Do you remember when they hired a, a private investigator and then she switched it and the investigator became on her side? That's, see, she That's switches the everyone. That's private investigator I could ever have heard of in my life. From what Ollie was saying, Leslie had this charisma and charm that anybody would believe her. And don't forget that these people were men. Mm -hmm. They were men. Mm -hmm. The private investigator was a man. Mm -hmm. So he ended up believing her. Even the lawyer who represented their parents for how many years, mm -hmm. all of a sudden didn't want to be the parents' lawyer anymore. He exactly. now went to Leslie's side. Mm -hmm. He's also a man. Yeah. She has a way with men. I mean, she's like the black widow. Exactly, that's what they said. That was, that's what they were calling her. There was one in America, like Cameron. Yeah, yeah, Cameron yeah, called yeah, yeah. it. So basically, she did the same scam in New Zealand, in Hawaii, and in the US. I'm surprised she didn't do it in the UK. Maybe she didn't find a sucker for that one. So yeah. You guys, we'll share a link of this podcast with you. We actually have to wrap up. Yes. Um, we'll share a link of this podcast with you and I think that you should um, listen to it. Definitely. Um, another podcast that I would like to share um, I, I, I don't think I've shared it with you but I've shared it with Flo and Elo and I'm sharing this podcast ouch. because this is ouch come on get over yourself um, um, so yes I'm sharing this podcast because I think that everybody deserves to be happy and everybody deserves a partner that makes them happy as well so it's a podcast called Deadass Deadass is a podcast by some guy and his wife, Devon and Kadeen, right? Oh, yeah. They were a guest and on the read. I know yes, it. Yeah. And the most beautiful thing for me about this podcast is how this couple shares their vulnerability, their lowest points, their highest points, how they communicate these things to each other. Like, it's, it's the most beautiful thing that I have seen in any relationship. I just want to share it with you so that if you listen to it, you can find a way to better communicate in your friendships, in your relationship with your siblings or your parents and in your current relationship. Like, listen to it and learn that communication. It's very important. It might even help you realize that you're in the wrong relationship, to be honest. So, it's called Dead Ass and I'll do all I can to remember to put a link in the show notes. And that's our podcast for today.
Thank you so much for listening. We are at PrivonPod on Twitter. Previously on pod at gmail.com. Tune in next week. Or in two weeks. Who knows these days? <laughs> yeah, no serious.